Okay, so Bezras Hashem, we're going to be picking up again after the Amim Tovim with the series of entering into the Sea of Wisdom based on the weekly compilation of teachings sent out from the Beis Medrash of the Goin and the Tzaddik, Rav Yitzhak Maya Morgenstern Shlita. And there's been a lot, you know, a lot of Torah being shared, a lot of tfilos that people were, were, were saying for the Rebbe, who's Baruch Hashem feeling totally fine, much better. Um, but, but one of the things that was unique about tonight is that B'derach Klal, we choose teachings from Nishmas and Chadasin, or from the Shira Mantar Chacham, or from the art site. But today, what I decided to do is I wanted to take a teaching from the De'e Chachma L'Nafshecha. Now, the De'e Chachma L'Nafshecha are the Ma'amarim that are printed at the very beginning of the packet each week, which are the Shalashudis Drashos of the Rabbi Shlita. And sometimes they're the previous year's Shalashudis Drasha or a relatively recent one, because what happens is the Rebbe gives over Shalashudis Drasha. And if anybody's seen a video or, or been there, the Rebbe is speaking basically mumbling through a towel. Um, in my mind, an impossible thing to try and comprehend or even hear. And then the Rebbe has a Talmud Muvhak, one of the Talmudim Muvhakim, Rebbe Kiva, who sits there listening to every word and, and typing everything. And there's a big screen and you see the letters being typed in real time. And it's just, you know, on a certain level, the light of the tzaddik is, is one thing, but to see a Talmud who's capable of recording it in real time and hearing every nuance of the words is another thing entirely. And then what Rebbe Kiva does is he'll spend the Thursday night afterwards going over that mimer that he heard and editing and adding makoros. And then after a few weeks, that mimer is sent out to the extent that in addition to the Rebbe's Torah in Yam HaChachma and the Ma'amarim and the Biram on Shas and the Biram on the Shulchan Aruch and the Mahalchim in Kabbalah and the Mahalchim in Rabbi Nachman and all of the Tzadikim, the De'e Chachma L'Nafshecha, the Shal Shudas Torahs alone, which is really in the language of the Rebbe himself, unlike some of the other Svarim and the other Ma'amarim which are based on the Torah of all of the other Tzadikim and the Rebbe is just uh, being miached and unifying everything together to build palaces to reveal the true essence of the teachings, the Chachma L'Nafshecha is much more associated with the Rebbe's Lashon. The Rebbe will, I've only heard about this, I've never been to be there for Shal Shudis, but, um, but what the Rebbe does is he prepares already starting by Shacharis and Musaf, and then by the time Shal Shudis comes around, the Rebbe's basically words are being spoken through the Tzaddik. It's not so much the Tzaddik speaking anymore, um, but the Torah is coming down. Um, it just so happens that Rebbe Kiva Shlita, his, his father was Nifter this evening. His father was Rav, Av, Rav Avram Erlinger. And Rav Avram Erlinger from Switzerland originally was known as the Birchas Avram, who was a, a Goin Atsum and a Rosh Hashiva who wrote a number of Svarim and Masechdos and Shas. He was one of the earlier Tamili Muvhakim of the Briskarov in Eretz Yisrael. And the Birchas Avram was one of the, the Gedole Rosh Yeshiva in, in the Yeshivas of, of Lita. And, and Rebbe Kiva made his way over to the Rebbe. And there's a beautiful letter, which Bezras Hashem, I would love to talk about at some point. Um, in the most recent, uh, Rebbe Kiva wrote a Sefer most recently, and there was a letter of Birchas Av, uh, a blessing from his father, and just incredibly beautiful words about how when a person spends their whole life trying to understand how to learn Gemara and Halacha and how to have a Svari Yeshera, 
or a clear way of thinking, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gifts them with the opportunity to understand things that are concealed. And by connecting oneself to holy individuals like the tzaddik, so therefore, you know, there's a certain ore of Torah that comes down. It's a very powerful letter, and I think it's just Kadai. The, the shir should be Le'ilu Nashma, sort of Avram Erlinger, and the Neshama should have an aliyah, and everything should be good. And um, and Advi Eskoyal Tzaddik. So we're going to be teaching from a small piece that Rav Akiva Erlinger Shlita actually brought down and, and, and compiled. The Nakuda is not a new Nakuda, but there's one element of the Nakuda that we haven't gotten to speak about. It's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately and working on, and, and so it was exciting to try and talk about this. We know that the Rebbe really sees all of existence, all of the Torah, all of the process of history and the unfolding nature of history and every moment that a Jewish person lives as being able to be broken up into three categories. And those three categories are what we understand to be Keser, Chachma, and Bina. Keser being the crown, the highest point, which is Ratzon or Tainug. Um, it's associated with a Bechina of Ayin and Ani, Bavas Achas, then there's going to be the Darga of Chachma, which is a Darga of Bittal, and then there's going to be a Darga of Bina, which is more of a Yeshus. And we're going to go into exactly what that means. So the way things go is that the world starts off on a Darga of Chachma. Darga of Chachma is Ayin, it's nothingness, it's corresponding to the world of Atzilus. And at that place, there's no toleration or no tolerance of distinction or distortion. Everything is nullified in the greatest mode of nullification in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no distinction between Kalim and Oyres, as we know from the Zohar HaKadosh, that in the world of Olam HaAtzilus, what we can say is Ihu v'charaihu v'garmaihu chad v'hon, that in some impossible way in the secret of faith, the Kalim and the Oyres, the revelation and the concealment of Hashem is one and the same. That's the Ois Yud, that's the first letter of the Shem Havaya. That's how things start off. That's where all that is is Or Ein Sof, Pashat Kipshuto Mamish. After Chachma is revealed, what happens then is we fall directly into Bina. And the world of Bina represents the world of separation. If the world of Chachma is the world of Atzilus, then the world of Bina is Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, worlds of separation, distortion, and growing levels of concealment to the point that when a person comes to the world of Asiya, Mamish, like the Balatanya tells us in the 36th chapter of Tanya, that it's the Tachtan She'in Tachtan Yoitermimanu. It's the lowest possible place in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light can become manifest. That's the space that we find ourselves in. That's the place of separation and concealment and distortion and difficulty and a distinction between Iris and Kalim and all of the different synonyms and antithesis that we can express. Now, because Chachma cannot tolerate such a state of separation, there's no real, at least explicit, inherent connection between Chachma, which is representative of Atzilus, and Bina, which is representative of the worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. But Derech Klal, we can also refer to these two levels as the Yichud Ila and the Yichud Tata or Shema Yisrael and Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus 
because we know that there are two forms of yichud, the yichud of yichud ilah, the elevated yichud, which is associated with the place of Chachma or the Darga of Ayin. At that place, it's clear as day to everybody that nothing exists other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's where the world doesn't exist. It's referred to as Bittel B'Metzius. I no longer exist. There's no concept of self. I'm just saturated in the oceanic sense of Hashem's oneness. And that's Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. We come to recognize that Havaya and Oiloikim two distinctive ways of expressing Hashem's light are in truth one. That's the Yichud Ilah. Bina, however, is what we refer to as the Yichud Tata. Here in the worlds of separation, it's really not so clear that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the show. In fact, it becomes nearly impossible to sometimes even believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the show. And as you descend in the gradations of the world of separation, in the world of Bria, which is the first instantiation of separation, so what we have there is we have Riboitov and Miyotora. There's a lot of good and a little bit of bad. Then you descend a little bit more. And what you come to is the world of Yetzirah, where there's half good and half bad, until you finally come down to the world of Asiyo, which is mainly bad and just a very little bit of good. That's the descent into Yichud Tata. There, it's not abundantly clear that all that exists is Hashem. In fact, I'm convinced that I exist, and I'm convinced that all separation exists. And so my job in that place is not to nullify existence, is not to pretend that nothing exists other than Hashem, but rather to recognize that even within the distortion and the distinction, Hashem is present anyway. That's Baruch Shem Kavayin Malchus so what we see is that we start off at Chachma and then we fall down into Bina. But what the Rebbe points out based on all of the Svarim and all of the Tzadikim is that in truth, this Yerida from the Darga of Chachma and the level of nothingness into the Darga of Bina and the level of separation and somethingness is not simply a degradation in terms, but rather it's a descent for the sake of an ascent. Because when we draw the light of Chachma and Ayin and the Yichud Ilah into the separation of Bria Yitzira Anasiya of the Yichud Tata, what we do is we force the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be revealed even within distinction and distortion. We acknowledge that in truth, even in the darkness and the Chayshach HaKafu L'Mechupal in the Hastara Shabbatoich HaHastara in the Betan of the Nachash, as all of our tzaddikim point out, that even here HaKadosh Baruch Hu's unity is found, thereby moving back up to a recognition that was even higher than what we knew beforehand. Because we start off with the Darga of Chachma, and Chachma can't tolerate distortion. We go down into distortion to reveal that even distortion is included in the unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which brings us back up to a place even higher than Chachma, which is the place of Keser, which is Ani Ayin Bevasachas, something and nothing at once. In the beginning, we start off with nothing. We descend into something for the sake of ascending back to a place where something and nothing operate in unison, revealing the Tosefes Kishit or the additional adornment towards perfection that comes about by way of imperfection. Nowadays, as we're going to see, the yichud of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that infinite presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light, is only revealed on the level of yichud ilah. It's only revealed at the level of that supernal unity of Chachma. Our job is to reveal it specifically by way of distortion. Our job in this world, our job is to make a dira betachtainim for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to live and find ourselves and operate within the gnarliest, most difficult space imaginable. 
and to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light specifically there, thereby transforming the harshest form of darkness into a casing for the deepest level of light that hasn't yet been revealed. That's the Tachlis of Bria. That's what's referred to as the Tesefes Kishut. One other point that we have to introduce ourselves to, which we haven't spoken about in the past, which will help us understand what's being written over here, is a notion that is brought down in the Tukune Zohar. And it's taken from there to become a bedrock in many writings of tzaddikim. But most importantly, as the Rebbe points out in his parish on Tikkun Klali, this becomes the driving principle behind the secret of Rabbi Nachman's teachings and Tikkun Klali. There's something referred to as a fourfold song, a song that emerges in four various stages. It's referred to as Shir Pashut, a simple song, which is the simple Os Yud. Then there's a Shir Kaful, which is the Yud and then the He. Then there's a Shir Meshulash, a threefold song, which is the Yud, the He, and the Vav. And then there's the Shir Meruba, which is the Yud, the K, the Vav, and the K. Now, Bederach Klal, the way that this Shir Pashut, Kaful, Meshulash, and Meruba works is that there's an expression of light, then there's a return back to the beginning, and then we start again, and then we go even further. Then we return back to the beginning, and we start again, and we do the second stage, and then we move further to the third stage until we retreat back to the very beginning, and then it's one, two, three, and finally four. So it's an emergence and then a retreat back inwards to renew the strength to then move forward and reveal even more. So that, yes, the Shir Pashut is the simplest song, but the Shir Meruba, which is the final manifestation of that fourfold song, is the deepest expression because the light of that song and the light of that Amuna descends lower and lower and lower. Now we have a very interesting concept that this Shir Pashut, Kaful, Meshulash, and Meruba corresponds to the four-letter name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shem Havaya. And so the first song is the Os Yud, and then... Vice versa, you continue. The second song is Yudke, Yudke Vav, Yudke Vavke. It turns out that the only full manifestation of the shame Yudke Vavke is on the lowest level, because it's only when we descend into the fourth level, which is the place of concealment, which is the Oilam Ha'asiya, which is where it's a Chayshach Kabul Mechupul, that we're able to uncover the light of Akadush Baruch Hu's name. And that's exactly what the Rebbe is going to teach us. That yes, even though it doesn't make sense that specifically in the lowest place possible, we would find the full expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name, but that's the secret. The secret is that it's easy when it's light. In the simple song, in the doubled song, that's easy. The hardest thing to do is to find oneself in that world of Asiya, but to reveal that song that stands to be revealed in the future where we transform this world and all of its thickness into the Kalim to reveal that song of L'Asid Lavo, that's the Chiddush, that's the Tikkun Klali. That's where we take all of the distinction and the distortion of separation and we transform it into a Giloy of the Tesefes Kishat, of the additional adornment. And so let's look just a little bit inside at, at the words of the Rebbe's Torah as it's expressed and clarified through the writing of Rebbe Kiva Shlita. And it says as follows. That according to our human perception at this time in history and according to the limited confines of our awareness, the worlds of separation appear to operate as standalone independent entities of existence. 
That's all a matter of the concealment of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's light, what we refer to as Das Tachton, the lower level of human consciousness. But in the future, all of the Chatayim, all of the Chasronos, all of the distortion and distinction and difficulty and pain, will be erased from the world, and all of the concealing husks of impurity will be nullified, and therefore the concealment on the unity of a Kaddish Baruch whose light is no longer going to be there. And at that point, that in truth, the level of Havaya, which is the world of Atsilus, and the level of Elohim, which is the worlds of Briyatsir and Asiya, both are expressing the same light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and revealing the Darg of Keser, which is Enoid Milvado. And in truth, what it will be revealed to us rectoactively is everything we saw was in truth just the holy names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as they're expressed through the very basic building blocks of the Osios HaKadoshim. Kishem from Rav Yitzhak Isaac Mehomel and Rav Avram Halevi Mestralisk. Those were two of the Talmidei Muvhakim of the Balatanya who did not continue in the tradition of the Admiris of the Balatanya, but rather they went on and they wrote their own Svarim, Kiyadua. And what this means is that in the future, what will be revealed is the fact that all of the limitation that we encounter is in truth nothing but the potency of manifestation that is contained within the infinite itself. The as we've discussed so often in the name of Rabbeinu Azriel Megaroina. And the Rebbe continues and he says, this is the secret of the single song, the doubled song, the threefold song, and the fourfold song. In the sense that Hashem's full name of Yudke Vovke will be revealed in the world. At that point, the light of Akadish Baruch's infinite present is not only going to be revealed at the level of Chachma, which is the world of Atsilis, which is something that is fully nullified in the aspect of nothingness, which is the secret of the Os Yud of the Shem Havaya, which is referred to as the simple song, the Shir Pashut. Because in the future, what will be revealed is the darga of something and nothing at once, kalim and or at once, concealment and light at once. And that's the secret of the besoid kaful meshulish and meruba. That's the secret of the doubled, the tripled, and the fourfold song, which is finally going to spell out the full name of the Shem Havaya. The simple song is the first letter. The Shir Kafal is the second letter, Yud K. The third fold song is Yud K Vav. And the fourth fold song is Yud K Vav K. Shehua Meskalib his Pashtus Agiloi Ad Haasiya Shuashem Avayashlema. And it's only that which is revealed at the lowest level imaginable, which is the full name of Akadish Baruchu, as it's expressed in the Shara Kavanos by the Arizal, in the Kavanos of Kriyashma Alamita, Biyadcha of Kiruchi, when we give ourselves over completely to Akadish Baruchu. And at that point, what will be revealed is the ascendant, elevated spiritual value of this lowly world itself, because it's specifically there, Shasham Mispashet Shir Meruba. 
It's specifically there in that low, broke-down palace of a place that the full name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu can be revealed. In the secret of the more the merrier, the more distinction that we have, the more concealment that we have, and when that concealment is transformed into a light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the greater the Chiddush, the greater the Tainug, the greater the Tzaysefes Kishut. Which is the secret of all of the different iterations and the various names of Akadish Baruch Hu and what one encounters when they begin to study Pnimiya Torah, which is what seems to be a proliferation of details and concealing elements that are almost impossible to hold a cup on. What will be revealed is that all of these particulars and the particulars of the particulars and the concealment of the concealment, all of it is there. To include all of the disparity and the disunity and the noise and the difficulty and the concealment back into the simple unity. And through that, we will reveal even further the truest essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's desire, so to speak, which is to reveal himself specifically in this lowly place. Now, again, just on a, a tachlis that we can try and understand, or I can try and understand for myself, we live in that low place of Elam We encounter the proliferation of details that appear to conceal and hide the unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And one can either look at that as a frustrating symptom of being human, as if Halavai, I can get over all of this distortion and just return back to the simple unlimited light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Or we can understand the Tachlis, which is to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light specifically here, specifically in the details, specifically in the lowest world, in the Elam HaAsiyah, in the lowest imaginable place where there seems to be no remnant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinite presence, God forbid. And it's specifically here that we get to reveal the Shem Havaya. Not only that, but until here, there is no Shem Havaya. The Rebbe points out that the Os Yud or Yud K, Yud K Vav, there's no inherent Kedusha in that name. Those are not considered names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That it's only down here in the lowest imaginable place that we get to actually reveal the Shem HaKadosh, the true recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in the world. And Be'ezrus Hashem, as we move forward into the winter with the Rebbe's Torah leading us towards Hanukkah, Be'ezrus Hashem, we'll understand this idea more and more of how it's specifically down here that we're meant to find and uncover the light that's always been there.